Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou, Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. What's up, dude? What's going on? Oh, uh, you know, just got off my fucking weekly Sunday, 5 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. shift. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I stayed up probably as late as you worked. It was fucking nice, dude. Yeah, man, just, you, you fucking went to bed when I was an hour into my shift. Yeah, it was fucking – it was nice, dude. You know, like, when I get to do shit like that, it is a little bit enjoy, enjoying for the simple fact that, like, I can really just rest all day. And then I guess because I'm on the nights, my day is night. <laughs> However fucking stupid that sounds, like, I just get more time to do whatever the fuck I want if I just, you know, refuse to sleep. Well, and I mean, I guess, I guess I reap the benefits from that. Or you could just go to bed at a normal time, but that's asking too much, right? But see, all right. So like going to bed at a normal time makes sense for a normal work relationship. I don't have that right now because my job is really cool with us fucking working until like three <laughs> in the morning. So there's, I, there's no need for me to go to bed at a decent time anymore. I mean, yeah, I, I get that. I'm like back fucking. to college you know, like, yeah, like my college, like I'm back to that lifestyle of being like a fucking night owl. Back to that fucking, oh, I've got a 12 paragraph essay due tomorrow that I better start. It was more like, cause I went to school for art. It was more like, I got like 15 to 16, like things I have yet to even attempt to do. So I'm going to do like, I don't know. I'm like smoke some weed, like take some acid and just like pump out like all of my paintings that I, I have to turn in like in two days, you know, like, yeah, fair enough. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess we, we should just get right back into the Hab stuff with, um, just a brief, you know, we're going to talk about, I don't know, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling too hopeful when I, uh, when I issued a challenge of 10 reef tweets and 20 likes because, that is uh, the, like, <laughs> Yeah, and to be honest, if I thought you guys were going to do it, I would not have promised it so soon because it's been a pain in the ass. But uh, you fucking did it. So we're going to have the uh, biggest assholes in the NHL playoff bracket and uh, hoping that it'll be out today with this episode. Uh, we're recording this Sunday. Uh, this will be out tomorrow, Monday, and I'm probably going to be up late cramming this. But uh, if it's not out, Actually, we're not going to – I'm not even going to talk. It's going to be out. So, uh, yeah. I mean, good job, guys. I really appreciate it. I told you to plug the Twitter. You guys have come plug the Twitter. We got 20-plus followers since that episode. So, you know what? I appreciate it. I put out a plea for help, and you guys came through. So, thank you guys so, so much. I forgot to post the meme. I'll post it. Oh, the – Maybe you might get another 20 20 or so uh, (laughs) fans. (laughs) man but uh but man i couldn't i couldn't stop laughing at the fact that you you set the bar just high enough for you at the moment at 10 likes what what was it 20 20 likes and 10 retweets that is like the weenie hut jr of of like trying to get the most you know (laughs) i'm not asking for much it ain't ain't much we just need a subtle 10 and we'll, we'll we'll put 13 hours worth of work into this. Ugh. I don't know why I did this to myself, but 
Oh man. Yeah. I mean, like we're, I'm going to have, I've been having fun with it too, though. Doing some research, looking into some guys, you know, I'm kind of an asshole myself. So researching other assholes, you know, it's, it's not too bad. It's, it's, you know what, it's worth it. So we're gonna have some fun with that. That'll be out soon. So that's some big news. And anyway, we're, let's just jump right into the Hab stuff. Yeah, but uh, I mean, in all the excitement of the last episode, we didn't even cover like Shea Weber, like decapitating uh, what Nick Niven, <laughs> like just, just yeah. completely went over that. Just didn't even think about it. Uh, it's just because how fucking insane the last episode was. We were just kind of all over the place. But uh, yeah, Shea Weber just legit, um, you know, fucking destroyed his own third string goalie. <laughs> he fucking killed him. I mean, McNiven took it like a champ, though. I'll give him that. But who, th- like, what? I want to know if, if there's ever been a player in the actually. You know, I'm sure there's been a few, but like recently, that just like is a wrecking ball for his own fucking teammates. The way Shea, Shea Weber is, right? Um, like he he almost killed he killed Gallagher's hand. Like was that a year ago now? He like destroyed Patcher. <laughs> Do you remember that? In yeah, dude, you know, like I feel bad for Gallagher because like another guy that I think of, like, and it's it's you know per Gallagher getting his hand destroyed was uh was like 2015-16 when uh, Boychuk uh, shot one and Gallagher tried to tried oh. to you know get in the way and it blew his fucking like three of his fingers back. <laughs> Gallagher's had some trouble with that hand. To the winter classic, yeah, absolutely. But he's just insane. He'll just try to like catch it, you know. But I mean, and we're playing, we're playing the pens now, so you better look out. Crosby might try and hack off a few of his fucking fingers, eh? Like he did against fucking Mark Borowczewski or whatever. Oh my god! (laughs) Crosby Um, just comes out here with the samurai sword. But I mean, now you got to think that. Like, what update are we gonna, are we gonna see on the goalie mass now? Like, how much? Like, we're gonna get like Kevlar, like padded. <laughs> oh like, man, there's got to be something that's gonna be introduced. Cause, cause if if a player can blow through the mask, and it was the grill, I get that, you know, like, but like if they can do that, there's gonna okay, have to be an update on it. You know? No other player in the NHL can do that. Let's be honest. That's true, but <laughs> no. But I mean, like, look, Shea Weber has accuracy. Now, I'm not saying he's a terrible person, but is what he, if they're just he, like, look, we can we can take out every goalie <laughs> if Shea Weber can get a clean shot on his face, like, just fucking like Goonie style it. Yeah, like, take oh, out well, the keeper. They can't, they can't fucking beat us if we take out Murray and then fucking whatever the oh my whatever uh, Jari like oh. <laughs> Just um, come out here and play like slap shot. Just geez. we're not gonna we're not gonna beat you. We're gonna beat you down. Yeah, Take him out. Like if he goes on to do that, you know, it's like a newspaper thing. Like you don't think all the goalies are just like I don't want to go up against Shea Weber. Like even if they don't take the team as seriously as they should, like goalies are like fucking the little French dude from. Um, from Slapshot, you know, like just losing their fucking mind. All goalies are crazy, though. I mean, and like, I, I get what you're saying. I'm surprised. But um, I do think if we, if this was Carey Price that got hurt, you might hear stuff like that. No offense to Mike McNiven, but uh, no, no <laughs> one cares. No one cares. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you got to think, even if it happens to Michael McNiven, it could happen to anybody. 
So there has to be an adjustment made. Ah, uh, no, they don't care. They don't care. He's, he's not high profile you, enough. Are you telling me that the quality of a third-string third <laughs> goalie's mask is not the same as Carey Price? I am or... telling you, as a player from, you know, <laughs> sports teams, that when, you know, I've tried out for some, you know, pretty high-level teams, and when, when you're the little bench-warming boy, you know, if you get beat up a little bit, oh, that, that's fine. You know, the coach can put that aside. <laughs> But okay. when it when it's the star, no, that's when the issues that's when the issues come. Yeah, they don't care if that fucking Vulcan eye rubbing <laughs> splits through the fucking mask. When you are when you are a bench warmer, when you're riding the bench on any sports team, like part of your job is to take the fucking shots in practice. Yeah, bud, but this isn't <laughs> this isn't fucking Buffalo. Like, like he was this fine. Is supposed he, to be a... <laughs> he got it stitched up. He was laughing about it, probably, you know, hopefully. No, he's got PTSD. He can laugh and, and try to cover up his fucking, you know, scared scared attitude. But you think he's going to come out and play better? Or, or like, he, he now has an <laughs> asterisk next to his name. Like, he is not, like, whatever little bit of fucking – you know, faith you had in him, he's now suffering from PTSD. Like, you think he's going to fucking catch anything now? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Unless his glove game gets, like, insane because he's just like, I will catch Well, you everything. know what? You know what? Maybe if his glove was a little better, the puck <laughs> wouldn't have hit him in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, That's well, all I'm saying. Uh, so, yeah. Three episodes back, I didn't really know much about McNivens, and now he's something that I really don't need to look for any further, he probably doesn't have a career anymore. Like, <laughs> it's over. There's no overreacting in this at all. Eh? Um, but but here's one thing, right? So, like, being, like, a Nashville fan as well, you know that every time Shea Weber, like, he should not be getting more powerful with age. But he is. But every time he, like, every time he does something insane like this, you know it's got to affect, like, the OG fucking – Preds fans like just wishing Shea Weber was still breaking masks for their team or accidentally, you know, putting a guy on injury reserve for three weeks on their team because he, you know, put a hand in front of his fucking shot. I'm sure the Preds fans wish that Shea Weber was injuring their players, yes. But it's I mean, a 10% like, risk. It, there's maybe, 10% you know chance what? you're going to hurt you, but there's 80% chance, 90% chance we're going to hurt them. I think I know what's really fucking happening here, though. You know, Mark Bergevin, you know, he's a, he's a clever guy. You know, they always say sly like a fox. Now, Mark Bergevin's looking at that 12.5%, and he's going, hmm. You know, Shea Weber, he's a team guy. You know, he'll do what Bergevin. I think Bergevin's sending him out there to send a message. You know, you guys play too hard and win this series. You know, you get a web slap shot to the face. Jesus Take out Price. We lose the series. You never know. Crazier oh, things have happened in Montreal. Yeah, like when Price was out for like an entire year and we made it to the playoffs. <laughs> Rode uh, Tikarski and Clay. Ugh, Tikarski. Let, let's not go back to those. those hey, he days. was great that two-game uh, appearance in the, the playoffs. Two, the two games he fucking <laughs> – He was good one of them, the other one. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fuck, we're kind of on goalies right now. Just, I guess, a quick update. You know, I'm sure everyone has, is going to hear about it by then. Corey Crawford, you know, Mr. Vertigo. Uh, 
is cleared to play again. So Chicago has a goalie, you know, losing Robin Leonard really fucked them considering they didn't know if they were going to get him, get him back from uh, COVID. He's still back, still going to suffer from vertigo. Um, but the big one is with Washington, with Ilya um, Samsonov not coming back. And it's not because of COVID. Uh, he got injured somehow before practice even started, before things started moving back around. But uh, I think that's that's big for Washington. You know, we had talked a little bit before this, but that puts so much more pressure on Braden Holtby, knowing that, you know, he can't have an off day. Oh, for sure. But I do think that uh, Holtby will be fine, in my opinion. He's a champion, you know. Uh, I think he's an Olympic gold medalist, too, if I'm not mistaken. Holtby's been there. He's done that. I think well, it's, we'll it's mostly the- set. Oh, go ahead. Well, he won his championship riding fucking Grubauer, and then he came in for the, the playoff, you know? You know, like, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He's got to play good because the money's on the table for him, and chances are he's going to go to the 32nd team that was just announced the other day. Can't wait to get into that. Fiasco. Ugh, what a fucking <laughs> stupid name. The Kraken. Are you fucking kidding me? I get it. I read their little pamphlet that was like why we did what we did. If you have to explain why you <laughs> named your team a certain name, like maybe it's a bad name. It's like I just a don't joke. think it goes it, like it. You now have a monster, and I don't mean like a monster team. You you have a fantasy like monster in the NHL, and oh. the name doesn't even fit well with its team. Colors sick. Logo, it's all right. I've seen a better fan version of it. But I do love the color scheme, and I will own one of those jerseys. But I'm not done obliterating this fucking team. Well, it, it, it's like a – like, you're kidding. They actually came out with a pamphlet and explained why they named it. Well, it was like, here's the logo. And it was like bullet points. See each part of the fucking oh logo and why it's there. Uh, and, you know – with Seattle having the biggest fucking octopus or squid, I don't know which one it is, but the largest of that said species. Okay, but if depths. you, it's like when your your fucking buddy's telling you a joke, and then he has to explain it to you. It's not fucking funny after that. <laughs> it doesn't work. The Seattle Kraken. Like I understand it was a joke, but I would rather the fucking Seattle bitch pigeons or whatever they were called Dude. on Twitter. When they the asked, when they were pigeons. asking people, yeah, the Rain City Bitch Pigeons, love yeah. love the logo that somebody made. I hope that started their college career graphic design course, like on a <laughs> it was a, nice a logo. hot front. Dumbass uh, name, it. great logo. Um, but I mean, dude, people also gave the Gold Knights problems. You know, when it first came out, no one liked the name. The logo was what have you? Oh, I don't. They were never people grew people yeah. grew on it, but I think Seattle is getting the fucking worst of it. Uh, it, uh, but then, then like, to top it, okay, they had a dumb – like, I think – where do I go here? I have so much I want to fucking bitch at them for. Um, Like, I think my issue, too, is, like, you had so many name choices. Like, S- Seattle Sockeye, Seattle – I love – Seattle Totems was a good one. And, you know, I think even now it'd be – Shout out Hockey Trolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, I think the totem thing they kind of got away from because of the whole 
um, Native American like naming thing where that's going on right now with the Redskins and the Indians changing their names. But you know, those are more derogatory. Like we have the Blackhawks who are named after Chief Blackhawk and that's paying homage to him. So I don't think totems would have been an issue, but I get it. But like even my, my personal favorite was Seattle Evergreens. I thought there was some cool Jersey designs that could come out with that. See, dude, I just, now I thought about it as like, what about like the Seattle Storm or Seattle Surge? Because it fucking rains every day out there. They're on the coast. You know, like you could have did something that was better than a fucking octopus. Granted, I like the idea. I don't think it was done well. Well, whatever. Shit name. I can get past that. But then they really had to go on their Twitter and fucking put their Twitter bio as now that we have a name, we're strategizing all the ways to draft your favorite player. Like, fuck you guys. I fucking hate this team already. But like straight up, they're not going to finesse the league like like the Golden Knights did. Like, well, it's the Golden too Knights close were allowed to, to extort people. They were allowed to extort them. Of <laughs> it's because they had the fucking mob behind them. Well, they they the, the NHL. One of the rules in place for Vegas was they could genuinely, and I think they they did it with Pittsburgh. Which, by the looking back, like no one talks about how awful this was. So Vegas was allowed to accept compensation from a team saying, "Don't pick or pick this person," and the fucking Penguins gave fucking Vegas. A second round pick to pick Marc Andre Fleury. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> they were gonna pick Marc Andre Fleury, you fucking dumbass. And like looking back, like look at the way Matt Murray's played compared to um, that's a horrible deal in my opinion. But getting back to topic, I don't know. Is that how Seattle's gonna be allowed to do it too, or? I don't know if, if they, they are. Good luck on them because I don't think any team is going to allow a, a, a brand new team to come out and be a fucking you know a contender for three yeah. years like that first fucking three years. Edmonton's done some stupider things in their past. Yeah, that's right. If any team, you know, there's a few dumbass organizations out there that I could see making some bad deals, but. Yeah, to to surmise what I think about Seattle, dumbass name. That that would be how I I want to finish this conversation. Great dumbass history. Name. Average rebirth. <laughs> no, not average. <laughs> Horrible. So bad. Uh it it's tremendous all the places they could have went somewhere else instead of Seattle. I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I think like I understand, you know, they wanted to go a different direction. And I think there was some copyright issues with um, bringing back the Seattle Metropolitans. And obviously there's a division, but, and I do like that they kind of paid homage to them, but uh, I love love the yes. You know, I just think that they could have tackled the the logo a little better. Yeah, definitely. I can agree with that. You know, it's like they got that guy who like, no, it's not. They got that guy who got his like tattoo, like fucking two seconds after they announced it. That's um, fucking got, crazy. He got well. He got their secondary logo mixed with the primary logo, and it looks fucking good. It should have been their fucking logo. You know, you know how funny it would be if like this man went out and did that, <laughs> and then they ran into some copyright issues and went, "Ah, oh, fuck it, we'll just be the totems." 
Could you oh, imagine? Shit. Oh my god. That'd be fucking hilarious. But um, you know, at least they're in the Pacific, so I won't have to see them that much. I only yeah. have to, you know, be mad at their name two times a year. Well, I know one team that's upset with them and probably will never never be, you know, over it. Is fucking poor Arizona getting moved out of their? Oh conference. my! They got shafted. Like, yeah. oh. Now, granted, they're gonna go play in one of my personal favorite, and that's just because I'm a Southerner. But you know, one of my personal favorite, uh, you know, divisions. But that's <laughs> yeah. gotta fucking hurt. You know, you're going into a mean fucking division. Like, what team wants? Like, it's bad enough for travel, but you're going into the fucking central. Like <laughs> that is just that's just a death sentence for Arizona. They're not good enough to be like do shit Ooh, in the central. That's fucking mean. That was very hurtful. What Arizona? They can't do shit in the central. Jesus, dude. I tell you what. I bet you they're gonna. As much as I like Nashville, I got Arizona in my head. On paper, I have Nashville, but in my head, I feel Arizona is gonna give the slip to fucking Nashville. Okay. This year. Okay, Corey. Corey, okay. <laughs> Arizona was fifth in the Pacific, right? They only beat one team in the Central, and that was Chicago, by two points. <laughs> They're not going to do no, well. No, do they definitely beat Nashville? No, they didn't. Nashville yes, they beat did. them by four points. No, 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 no. With a game in hand. All right. I'm not fucking with you. They're awful. Dude, they're going to win. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> no. John Chica is the biggest fraud of a fucking GM Jesus. in the NHL. What Man, has he done? You know, we're trying to get hosts to come onto the show, and you're just destroying all hopes of sporty play. <laughs> nah, Corey and Richie can agree with me. Like, oh, fuck, I'm looking at fucking Twitter. John Chayka just got f- fired. Did he really? Yeah, he just got – see? The fucking Coyotes agree with me. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I just spoke that into existence. Holy I'm shit. not kidding. Like, as we were talking, he just got fired. Just as of now. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up, bro. This is what they need to win. All right. What? What do they need? Is. It just is. They they got they got rid of Chica. They're gonna have uncertainty in four days, five days, ten fucking days. What? What is with, straight into the okay. playoffs? They're gonna win. Why have you developed a little like fucking man crush on the Arizona Coyotes all of a sudden? I have what have no they idea. ever done? For I you? do like their logo though. I do. But I think it's done? pretty. <laughs> I think it's pretty. I think I think it's because I met I met Corey and Richie this year, and they've made me appreciate Arizona a little bit. Uh, and now they're coming into the Central Division, you know, which is like my home division. So I feel I feel a little, you know, remorse and and happiness for said team. Um, dude, no, you can't feel bad for a team that's been that shit for so long. They they deserve it. <laughs> like if you're that bad for that you know you know who i bet you you can't name who led the arizona coyotes in points this year in points no absolutely i couldn't 
Yeah. I don't, I don't follow I, them I, like I that. You, you know, I, I, bet just, you, I just got a little, I got a little love no, no, no. for them. I bet you if I named the player, you would barely have any recollection as to who it is. Go for it. This is the kid they picked up from Chicago. Dude, it was fucking Nick Schmaltz. I had him in fantasy. You had Nick <laughs> for a, for a brief period in the beginning when he was fucking lights out. He got forty five points and led the Arizona Coyotes in points. Doesn't we don't need winners? You know we just you need don't need improvement. <laughs> Yo, oh my oh no, God. Eddie Shack died. Oh yeah, you didn't see that? No, I. I just woke up like an hour and a half ago. Yeah, Eddie no, Shack I'm died. lost to this. No, dude, that sucks. Big rip to Eddie Shack. And you know what? Uh, and I can't wait to have Dave come on the podcast once the that's something no one knows about except for you, so that they they won't understand until later. But <laughs> but he lived in the same town as Eddie Shack, and really? he's got all these crazy ass stories when he was in like the Cub Scouts, like or whatever the fuck it is in Canada. Um, the Moose yep. Boys or whatever. Uh, I don't uh, Beaver Boys. I don't know. Beaver Boys? I don't even, I don't even uh, know what they're called. Well, well, anyway, he was like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to fuck Dave over with, like, a, a, an era. But, you know, whenever Dave was a, was a whippersnapper, oh, he – uh, I think you just gave him an era. <laughs> Dude, these young kids don't know what a whippersnapper is and couldn't, couldn't identify what era. They'll probably be, like, the 80s, and that makes Dave look good. Anyway, uh, Dave went – to Eddie Shack's house because it was like fucking I don't know a block away to try to sell something you know like raffle tickets or whatever and like Eddie like was like hey I'm Eddie Shack and I'm like no shit like it says Eddie Shack like all over the fucking house and everybody knows who y'all like yeah well, no, he's got a bunch of Eddie Shack uh, stories we'll get to one day with him but man rest in peace Eddie Shack man. yeah least legend Eddie Shack and it, it, since we're talking about you know Rest in peace. Uh, Regis died, too. Regis Philbin. Oh, my God. Yep. What a day. This is terrible. This is terrible. First McNiven's, Shaq, (laughs) and fucking Regis Philbin? I mean, McNiven was a week ago. We just, you know, when you're a third-string goalie, you You get put back. Yeah, you get put back. Sorry, sorry. You got to soften the blow of some of these legends dying. Dude, I'd get suspended from school at, at such a young age that I remember the Regis and whatever her name show was. Oh, wasn't it? Ter- uh, it's terrible. It like the Price is Right or something? No, that wasn't Regis. He was one of those. What, what was Regis? Fuck. Regis Philbin. What, what the fuck? What show did he host? Fucking, um, who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants? That's it. Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Poor Regis, my man. Yep. Regis and Kelly, that was it. I fucking hated that show. But there's nothing (laughs) on when you're suspended that early. There's nothing else on. I don't know if y'all have fucking PBS kids, but I was was watching some fucking like, I'm like 13, nothing on television. I'm watching Regis and Kelly and fucking Food Network because, dude, there was nothing on for a child that early. Nothing. Well, that that was our Habs nightly in memoriam. Regis, we'll, we'll McIvan's forehead, and Eddie Shack. Put a sad song right there. That's terrible. And, and just just to you know brighten the mood with some bullshit. 
You see what Russell Wilson named his new baby boy? I swear, we'll get back to Habs after this. I promise everyone. I just, did you see what Russell Wilson no, did? No, but if he's still in Seattle, it's not making Seattle press like any easier. <laughs> he named it Win. Win? Like W-I-N. Win. win. Why? Because he won one time? I, I, fuck, fuck if I know. But yeah. Because he married Sierra, that was a win. <laughs> Doesn't know. mean his kid's going to be a winner. The Kraken's poor name child. definitely wasn't a win. Dude, that poor kid has got to go his whole life now with the expectancy of winning. Yeah. He's not. And that's yeah. so fucked up to put that on him at day one. I just think it's a dumbass name. It's not a name. It's a word. Win. Win. I remember. I remember like 20 years ago when – the name Apple. I don't know which person Apple? has a kid named Apple. Someone named their kid, kid Apple? Yeah, some celebrity. And I remember they were like, this is the most fucking ridiculous name I've ever heard of. Dude, it's got nothing on modern day. Nothing. Apple. We got math equations and straight up verbs. Oh, uh, we're not. Let's no. Habs Knightley's not going there. <laughs> we're not going there. We're not going there. All right. Um, moving back to hockey. So, um, you know, we're looking – we just got the lineups. I, I'm getting right out of that conversation. I cannot. I, we're not going there. <laughs> I cannot do it. My brain will explode. Um, the lineups got announced. And, uh, you know, me, you and I were looking at them. What, what are you thinking, buddy? Like, I know I personally liked quite a few of the lines, but uh, it sounded like you kind of, kind of had a bit of a different tone when we were talking. It could be wrong. We didn't really talk for a no, while. No, I, I love the lines. Uh, I think it's crazy, but I get why Max Domi's on the fourth line right now because he's, you know, been out for a bit. I but, totally uh, get it. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. Looks good on paper. Can't wait to really see it on ice. Hopefully that happens. I got to say, I'm really liking the look of that Suzuki line. Drew uh, who, and Suzuki who, Armia. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love that. Armia's, but I see, I, oh. I don't mind them splitting that fin that fin line, and but still keeping both of them. You got Kotkin Niemi, what is on the second line, so that's pretty tight. Uh, yeah. Alongside what uh, Lekkinen and well, it would be I think Kotkin Niemi on the third. Is it the third? I can't find I can't well, find it again. Hard. I know you Deneau. posted it. The Dano line. You know, okay, that, that line stand together. And then Suzuki's going to be second, Julian announced. And then right now for the third line, what I've been seeing is Byron, Kokaniemi, Lekkonen. Yeah. Which I actually – Byron, you know, he's been out most of the year. He's kind of been an afterthought, but Byron's a 20-goal scorer, 25-goal yeah, league. You know, he's a good player, really fast. I think he'll be a good a matchup. Um, I, th- I think that's a good one. You know, guy who's been injured, ready to get back out there. Guy who's been in the fucking, you know, in the A – Pissed off, ready to get back out there. Lekkonen will be there for the defensive. <laughs> you know, Kakinim is not going to have to worry about back-checking as much with in there. Yeah, he's also was my sleeper pick for, like, biggest, you know, like, drunk. So I'm sure that line's going to work. <laughs> yeah, but um, I do think this will present Kakinim a good opportunity to um, put up some points because we've talked about it a lot recently. Pittsburgh, I've been referring to them as the two-headed dragon. And you know, that's what they are, Malkin and Crosby. Well, those. Well, there's a you know, stunted head still growing like a hydra. And, uh, um, Gensel. And Gensel. Yep. 
I, I would almost say that he's almost a fully grown head at this point. But um, to just to finish my point, Kakini, you know, Suzuki and Dano are going to have the responsibility of, you know, battling those two lines. It's going to be hard fought. Dano is Dano. Um, should be a Selkie finalist. And before I lose my shit, I'm going to finish my point. We'll get to that later. And, you know, Suzuki, not just for a rookie, but for any center is actually very defensively responsible. So I think that's going to be a good battle. Armia will help. Druin won't be much health on the defensive side for Suzuki, but Armia will be. And then Kakaniemi is going to have the opportunity to, you know, if he can provide some offense on that third line matching up against, you know, um, Pittsburgh's bottom six, I think we could see a pretty good series for Montreal. I'm excited. Not gonna lie, do I think we got a shot? Slight, very slight. I, I don't we think gotta, we're gonna. What? What are you gonna say? I think we got a carry price size, carry price sized shot. Yeah, fifteen percent, no mark off. <laughs> um, ooh, dude, that kind of went well. We don't have mark off. <laughs> it's not a markdown. I thought you said dude, mark I am off fucking at first. winning. I am winning. I I did. I did. No one. Just because there's extra of me planning that out doesn't mean shit. I said that. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I don't think we're going to take it, but I know we're going to take home a special first first round pick. Um, so that makes it all the better. So we're going to go out there and a, a bunch of young guys are going to see what it's like to play in the playoffs. And we're going to develop a great team atmosphere around that. And we're going to bring in the fucking first overall uh, pick. We're going to take home your boy, uh, and it's going to be a great next season. Can't wait. I would be so much more excited right now if that fucking B didn't come back. But you make a very <laughs> good fucking – oh, my God. Oh, you get some raid, bro. Okay, like, for, sorry. for the. There's a fucking B in my, like, recording room right now. <laughs> and he just fuck, he he was here at the start of the recording, and I was losing my – where, like, hmm. Bees more uh, misbehaved than my cats. Normally, they're loud as fuck. You know, bugs are named so fucking accurately because they bug the shit out of you. Bugs. <laughs> but, like, no, getting back to bugs the suck. Habs. <laughs> Stop it. You're getting worse than the fucking bee. Um, <laughs> yeah, um... I am actually, I don't know. I'm more optimistic than you are regarding this series, for sure. I think Montreal has a pretty good chance of winning. I think Montreal, if they can cope with Crosby, can win. Um, but I'm also, you know, if there if there's a game, if there's a, what, it would game seven be game five in this series. If there's a game five, there's no chance Montreal wins it because Crosby's Crosby. I think, you know, a lot of people are saying if Montreal wins, they're going to go to five. If Montreal wins, I think they're going to go to four. Because I don't think there's any way in hell Crosby is going to lose a game five against this Montreal Canadiens team. You know, the only other player... Hit it against the Islanders. Granted, they're a better team. Yeah. Better coached. Because I don't like Jordan, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it can happen. I've seen it happen. But it would know. be insane to take down Pittsburgh two playoffs in a row by a team that should not have. I think there's one player on this Habs team that you can genuinely say has the clutch gene. And there are a few players I think are developing it, like Suzuki. But one player, and we know him as Carey Price, we 
you know, us humans know him as Carey Price. He he has the clutch gene, but uh, no one has the clutch gene like Sidney Crosby. I just that is true. The way you know, even in the Olympics, if you look at Crosby's Olympic numbers, are kind of shit. If we're looking at him, you know, Sidney Crosby, you know, they're not they're not what you expect. But it's the goals. If you look at his goals when he scored them, you know, like the the golden goal in Vancouver, that was the perfect timed goal at the perfect moment by the perfect player, and. Sidney Crosby has done that since he was eight years old out in, you know, the East coast. He did it in Ramouski. He's done it for team Canada and he's done it for the penguins since he was 18 years old. And I would be willing to bet he can easily do it against a 24th place Montreal Canadiens team. (laughs) Yes, he can. Uh, I just don't want to see any like flashy fucking like bougie, plays that are just replayed nonstop forever. I'm just <laughs> like, like no one, it's, it's rarely talked about, but no one really brings up that, uh, that fucking Alex Ovechkin on his knees fucking past, uh, uh, past Carey Price, like seven, eight years ago. Oh, that was tough. Highlight was career tough. highlight. It, it's going to be there. So like, I don't, I don't want any Crosby like baseball swings. <laughs> he got he got a few on Carey Price. I know. I, it was I don't the year he won the rocket. Remember when? Remember that year Crosby was just every goal he scored for like a month was just was him like batting it out of the air for some reason. Dude, it his his poise is insane. It's you can hate him all you want. I'd fucking die to have him on my team. I don't know age, why you really. would hate him. Why would you hate him though? I know people. Yeah. Eh, people always say he was a crybaby, but I think it was more the guy's just competitive. He wanted to win. You know what? I can Very just... competitive, and you can take it either way. Like, you know, the con- competitive and crybaby is essentially the same. You look at the, his penalty minutes, his, his fucking rookie year, you know, the his fans are going to call it competitive. His non-fans are going to call it a crybaby. Crybaby, Same yep. fucking word. Just looks at, you know, who's looking at him, who's talking same about Same word, him. three cups. I don't think he gives a fuck, but <laughs> so um, <clears throat> is it time we uh do it? Should do we have to talk about it? We can. Do we, we have to? Can. That's we have on to you, bud. That? that that is on you, bud. Um, uh, I, I'm gonna let you lead us into it then. I I can't stomach it. I don't want to lead this. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck. Um. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. What am I? What What am I fucking leading in, Mason? Oh, you're <laughs> gonna make me do it. Well, well, my friend. Send it in the chat, and then I'll say it. No, no, no. It's it's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's fine. You know, I. Well, as we know, the NHL awards. I I had a big rant. <laughs> About your laughing, you, you fucking dick. I had a big rant about them last week, and um, you know, I thought you know maybe that would be the extent of my rage. And then, upon reading the NHL's Selkie finalists, I realized that that was not rage. I now understand true rage, because why the fuck? Is Philip Deneau not a Selkie finalist? 
It's fucking bullshit. I, you cannot tell me he's not a Selkie finalist. Ugh. Apparently they can. <laughs> no, no, you can't. It's bullshit. Like what? Sean Couturier had a year where he deserved to be a finalist. I am not going to take anything away from that. But there, if you look at any fucking stats, any advanced analytics, you know, Philip Deneau dominated. He outperformed Couturier in almost every advanced defensive stat. He was, what was it? In, of all the 15 advanced analytic stats for forwards, Philip Deneau was the only one ranked in the top 20 for all of them. Nice. It, like, I cannot begin to fathom. Well, actually, I can fathom. I, I do know because voters for this fucking league vote based on fucking career accomplishments and nothing more. Because Patrice Bergeron, you know, as great a defensive forward as he has been in his career, historically so, one of the greatest, if not the greatest ever, and I am not going to deny that, was fucking awful by his standards on the defensive side of the puck this year. The only reason he got in was because his name is Patrice Bergeron. Philip Deneau got fucking raw. I'm not even like Ryan O'Reilly, Mr. Tim Hortons himself. Same thing. Did not have a fucking selfie selkie trophy finalist year. And you know what? I, oh, I can't, I can't do it. And because Philip Deneau is not the kind of guy who's going to go out there and be, you know, say anything. You're not going to hear him say shit. But that guy, in my eyes, he is the people's Selkie Trophy winner. Because yeah, he's, he's the people's oh, champ. Fuck, I, I can't, I can't begin to like convey my frustration. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, it's tough, dude. Bergeron, uh, not Bergeron. Bergeron is always going to get in it, even even though he had, he didn't have like one. They didn't finish the season, but two, he wasn't as insane as he normally is. But I mean, shit. I don't know, dude. They're they're always going to find a reason not to put your boy in there. Look at, like, his fucking play. Like, fucking Patrice Bergeron probably had, like, I, I'm pulling this out of my ass. I'd be willing to bet more than 50% of his starts were not in the defensive zone. Because he plays on a line with fucking Marchand and Pasternak. His job is not to be defensive. It's to score goals and get points. And he did that very well this year. But, you know, the Selkie Trophy is not the best point producing defensive forward no it's the fucking best defensive forward and that was philip Deneau this year like these the voting for the nhl awards is so fucking goddamn arbitrary it makes no sense and i'm just oh i've had it i'm done i cannot they mean nothing to me anymore that's tough it's tough uh i'm I mean, he's just gonna go. He's just gonna go on being like a Huberdo and, you know, players that deserve the credit but won't see it. Just two shy points out of of having that recognition. Yeah, but know? I think what the biggest bullshit about this whole thing is too is this is Kachuria's second nomination for the Selkie. 
I don't think he should have got it. Well, I, I mean, I like, uh, I, I, like, you can argue with me all day whether or not Philip Deneau should win, and that's fine. Because at the end of the day, all the players nominated are great in their own right, usually. And, like, for they deserve to be there in most cases other than this year. But the fact that Couturier has been nominated twice and Philip Deneau hasn't received one goddamn nomination for the finalist is just that it makes it mean nothing to me. It, it is pointless. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. You've taken all of my energy and you've made me sad. You, you made me sad by making me fucking talk about this. <laughs> Man. I wouldn't have done, I would not have done it justice though. I can't like I don't think I can do it justice though. I'm just so defeated. I'm not I'm not as worked up as I was last week because I just don't know where to go. I don't know okay, where to well, go from here. Well look, I got something that could cheer you up, and I know you probably saw it. It was a little snippet of a practice they were going on. They would they they, they wrote it wrote it down as like a super secret play. This shit'll never fucking work, but it did look insane. Someone passed the puck to uh, to Gallagher, who was gonna like one time it, but it was like through. It was between his legs from his backside. Do you see that? No, that sounds fucking awesome, though. Yeah, so he just like Ovechkin, you know, lined up the one timer, and a pass comes in between his legs from his ass, and he just fucking shot it off. Looks looks ingenious. I don't think it'll ever work. That is the biggest. If it works, that is the flex of the year none (laughs) if Gallagher ever receives that pass in an NHL game he is getting flat oh dude he is dude no teeth no teeth broken wrist like no he's fucking done he's out for the year dude I'm sure they'd they'd break a rib just a cross check right in the fucking chest a guy like fucking Dustin Bufflin sees that shit going on you die (laughs) <laughs> you just die. He doesn't even have to hit you. He just looks at you and you die because you know. No, he'd probably take a late fucking, a late slash or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give Bufflin credit though. He pulls up on a lot of his hits because if he, if he. Oh, went, if he went full tilt, dude. He would kill somebody. Concussions. Dude, it's wicked. I'm actually looking for this so I can send it to you. It's not looking good. Oh, I just saw it. I just saw it. That's why I'm saying. Oh, okay, good. He would fucking die. (laughs) That's it. Looks pretty. That is that is what you do on like a kid's level. That's what you you want to do if you want to see another fucking Lars Eller bleeding out on the middle of the ice. Jesus. If if one player has the balls to try it, it is it is Brendan Gallagher though. <laughs> it'll work once. That's that's the thing though. That that something like that'll work once. One time it again. in a crucial moment against against <laughs> fucking Pittsburgh. It's the Stanley Cup final. Carey Price has led the Habs all the way. Montreal is going up against the Vegas Golden Knights. Gallagher gets the puck between his legs. Like it would be the stuff out of movies. Yeah, but I'd I'd trim like a piece of my beard off. <laughs> wow, that's sacred. I gotta trim it up every now and then, but I would I would I'd have to do something. Yeah, I'd have I'd have to like legit like put something on the table for that, you know. Fair enough. Insane. Man, 
Philip Deneau got robbed. I can't get Fuck. over it. We can change your Twitter handle to that. What, just tw- Philip Deneau got robbed? Yeah, at Philip Deneau got robbed. At Philip Deneau Twitter. got robbed. <laughs> Man. No, for well, all, in all, like, individual awards mean nothing in the long run. But, like, like let's be honest. I'm sure every player would rather have team success than individual accolades. Well, most. There's some, Absolutely. you know, hashtag NHL biggest assholes out there who uh, probably do want some individual awards. And, you know, we might be reviewing them. Well, we will be tomorrow. But, um, no, for the most part, players want team success. But I think as a fan, it's, it's, it's frustrating that these quote-unquote experts get to decide and routinely pick, you know. In the end, the awards are for the fans. And when the experts just pick the same fucking player because, oh, Bergeron has to be there because he's – no. It, it gets annoying. And I know I'm going on a tirade here, fucking rant. But I do think, you know, something about it needs to change because it's fucking – This was definitely boring. the year that he should have at least had the nomination. Oh, uh, Like, what else can you do? That, that, I guess that's my point. What else can you do as a player to get nominated for the Selkie? You got to wait till Bergeron. Uh, oh, motherfucker, I'm going to keep doing that all night. Bergeron. Uh, Bergeron retires. Or, you know, someone's not trying to make Philadelphia look like they had something of a good season. <laughs> I mean, like, I think Couturier deserves to be there. I I can't make the same case for O'Reilly. and and But that's the thing. Couturier deserves to be there. Deneau had a better year than him. I don't know. I feel like I... I could see Ryan Ryan O'Reilly and fucking Big B because I'm not even going to attempt it anymore. <laughs> uh, I could see them two over Couturier. I just don't think that he brought that to – I mean, the team's success was – it was up and down all season. And really, like, I mean, I know fucking Spitting Chicklets makes fun of it a lot, but, like, you know, fucking Hazy was, like, a bigger contribution. I don't think – in selkie terms, but like that team success was not just built off of how amazing Couturier was keeping his team alive. I don't think so. No, for sure. But I just don't. I think that I I'm not sold him, on I'm not sold on Bergeron this year. I I just okay. I, I get that right because he did. You know, you didn't finish the season, and he wasn't on pace to be as amazing as he normally is. As you know, defensive minded. Like, he put up points. He put up 56 points in 61 games, which is fucking incredible. But he also, like, when you're playing on a line like that, players like Marchand and Pasternak, those players are always going to start in the offensive zone. Pasta's a great player, but he's not a defensive player. No. Bergeron oh. is their center. He starts in the offensive zone. Bergeron's, like... I just think that a player like Couturier or Deneau, especially Deneau, their main job, yes, it's to put up points, but their number one priority is to shut down the players who really put up points, like Crosby, Malkin, Tavares, Matthews, players like that. That is not Bergeron's main priority. Oh, you got me fucking doing it now, too. But that's uh, I, I can't fix that. Bergeron. <laughs> Like it just happens. That's not Bergeron's main priority. 
it, his priority is to put up points and win games. And I just think that the voters have kind of gotten away from that mindset of what the award truly is about. LOL. I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. I just saw a picture of Phil Kessel and it, it says, uh, John Chiker's reverse money ball, but I read it as John Chiker's reverse uh, meatball. And I saw Phil Kessel's face. I was like, why the fuck do they call him a meatball? <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious to Chiker. Did he get fired or did he resign? Sandy got fired. Uh, let's check it out. I, I, I just sign think that's fucking hilarious. Uh, he? It's saying that he terminated it? Yeah, he got forced out. He must yeah. have. Because there's some weird shit going on about that earlier, too. A few days ago, he kind of went AWOL. Yeah, uh, it's it's one hour ago. Um, somebody with a blue check uh, posted that he terminated his contract 48 hours ago. I have no idea what the team is doing at this point. I don't know this person. I'm not, I'm not about to free plug him. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. No, I just mean, damn, like, John Chuck, the fucking, like, I, I genuinely mean fucking most overrated GM ever. Like, everyone went on about how John Chaika was some sort of fucking genius wonder kid. He looks like a fucking lizard. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what did he fucking do? He didn't do shit. Arizona, <laughs> what did Arizona finish in this year? Uh, uh, standings overall. Arizona was the 22nd best team in the NHL this year. Like, they they weren't even fucking close to the playoffs. Their leading point scorer was Nick goddamn Schmaltz with 45 points. All, all, like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see the hype. I don't get what he did. Arizona's still shit. You know, like, no one... Sorry, Corey and Richie, but they're fucking ass. <laughs> they're awful. You know, they, congratulations. You got three more points than the Habs. I'll give you that, but, you know, we're shit too. I don't know. I just don't – I never saw the hype about this guy. And plus, you know what? I kind of fucking like – I like advanced stats, but, you know, fuck John Chaika because he's the one who brought in all the fucking, like, everyone going crazy over advanced analytics and that – I don't know, that pissed me off too. So fuck you, John Chica. I Somebody wrote, just because he can do math doesn't mean he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. I didn't, uh, yeah, never really got the hype. I, I never followed him enough to have an opinion on the man other than I'm looking at his face that I've never seen before. You've never seen John Chaika's face before? No, he looks he like, was like the fucking 2000... NA... Go ahead. He was like the NHL's fucking poster boy for like two years or so. Everyone was talking about John Chaika was going to be this. Arizona was going to be the fucking new dynasty because John Chaika was going to lead them to glory and victory. Nice. Well, he looks like a, an Argonian from like 2010's Skyrim. Oh my god! So that, that's all I see. I, I saw him for the first time today. Why? Because he got fired or fired himself. Yeah. Well, I think we're kind of winding down today. 
You know, it's kind of been <laughs> I, I, it, in the weirdest way a chill episode, even though I've lost my shit. But, you know, it's whatever. Kind of just talked about some NHL, gone over some stuff. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else we need to plug. No. Uh, folks, y'all have a fucking great week. Stay safe. Do what you got to do. Uh, get ready for hockey. I'm excited. We are. Um, you can find me at Bayou Benders on Instagram and Twitter. And you know, have a great week. Yeah. And, you know, once again, thank you guys for the support on Twitter. I put out the call and you guys, you know, you came through for us. So I really appreciate that. Um, the playoff rocket will be coming out tomorrow. So stay tuned. And, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy it. I'm putting a lot of fucking work into it because I'm an idiot. And I make promises that I don't think I'm gonna have to keep, but you know, in the end, gonna get that guy, the, gonna get that to you guys. So, should be enjoyable. Um, you know, this has been me, Mason Dixon, and Corey. This has been Habs Nightly. Thank you guys for stopping by. Follow Habs Nightly. <laughs>